This is Stacey McKibben with the Master Communicator Podcast, where CEOs, senior leaders, and C-suite executives share their advice. It's six questions in nine minutes because the best leaders know how to share their ideas concisely and quickly. Let's jump right in. Question number one. In a few sentences, tell me who you are and what you do. Thank you, Stacey, and hello to all your listeners. Uh, I am Jennifer McCusker, founder and CEO of McCusker Consulting. It's a disruptive neuroscience-based talent strategy and design consulting practice. And I believe that breakthroughs happen where talent, science, and courage all come together. I love to see people and companies challenging their thinking and pushing the boundaries beyond the current mainstream perspectives. And my background, internal to organization, as well as my neuroscience lens, really gives me the um, experience I need to help companies, regardless of where they're at in their journey, whether they're just beginning or advancing their people journey. That's amazing. NLP is one of my favorite topics. Um, so I'm really excited to hear what your thoughts are today as we, look, as we look to explore people and leadership and communication through that lens. Tell me, question number two for you, what's the best thing about leading people from your perspective? Leadership can be one of the most professional rewarding experiences. Uh, what I've enjoyed most in my career is seeing people who I identified early on and invested in learn, take chances, gain insights, and ultimately grow into successful independent leaders themselves. Um, developing others is, I think, the best gift a leader can give to their teams and to the business world. Every day, leaders have a team of people who are trusting in them as a leader, and they're actually investing in their leader. And so it's our duty as leaders to invest in our own teams as much, if not more, than our teams are investing in us. I think that's great. You know, you remind me of the Jim Rohn quote, you know, like work harder on yourself than you do on your job, right? Yes, Where you really like, you know, again, you, you make me think about that, you know, through that lens of, you know, how can you be the best leader for them? Um, and a lot of the, a lot of the uh, reciprocity that will come through that, that cycle of, of being a servant leader for them on their behalf. On the line. Don't ask them to do anything you won't do, them, you won't do yourself, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. I often hear from other business leaders that business would be great <laughs> if it weren't for that pesky people part. <laughs> I'm curious, especially through your lens. What are your thoughts on something yeah, like that? This comment makes me laugh. Uh, although I can empathize with the sentiment of it, I study psychology, human behavior, neuroscience. So the people for me are what makes business so interesting, right? <laughs> right. Um, so I think, you know, the fact that you can have companies doing almost, you know, very, very similar things, yet have wildly different cultures, employment brands, uh, relationships with their community and their um, customers is so interesting. It's so exciting, right? I think of this as the heartbeat of the organization. No two are the same. They are, and yet they're susceptible to disease if they're not cared for. This means that every decision that leaders make um, at every employee and every customer touch point matters. And if you think about that, the scale of that is huge and certainly worthy of investing time and energy into understanding and getting it right. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree with that. I mean, it's interesting as you think about, you know, the systems for sure run your business, but your people run your systems. Right. And yeah. so they, they, as yeah. you're saying, they're, they're kind of that heartbeat of yeah. it. And, you know, I, I used to always say, um, you know, all businesses are the same. They all need clients and revenue and profit, right? But all of them are different because they all have different people yes. and, you know, different industries and, yeah. you know, different, you know, works and services that they mm -hmm. do. So I, I think that's beautiful the way you said that. 
know, what other successful business leaders like yourself should be on the show? Who else should we be listening to out there that's really, you know, kind of making a difference in the marketplace? Yeah, I've been really blessed to work um, with and for a lot of people uh, who I have a lot of respect for. So I'm going to caveat this by saying it's sort of like the Oscars. I apologize in advance to anyone I don't <laughs> mention. Right, right, right. Because they're all um, amazing. Yeah, there are a couple people that I just think um, are worthy of bringing their names up um, because people may not be as aware of them. Uh, so Jason Chase is one of them. He is someone that is, I believe is a role model example of leadership in the gaming industry. Um, and I would say that the world is a better place because Jason is in it. Um, mm -hmm. I'm really grateful to know him. He's really an amazing person. Um, another one that I want to highlight is Daphne Felicitas. Um, and I feel particularly excited about this one because she's a protege uh, who I've had the great pleasure of seeing grow from her very first corporate job all the way and, and to where she is now, which is a VP of talent and OD. She has one of the most unarming styles and a trail of people who would attest to the impact that she has made in their lives as a leader. Wow. That's so powerful. I love that. Thank you so much. I'm definitely going to go look them up and, and see if we can get them on the show. Yeah, let me know if you need help. Thank you. appreciate that. What piece of advice about communication would you give to other leaders? Yeah. So communication is the unlock to so many things. Uh, the issue is that far too often people use the term or think of the term communication as talking or sharing when actually a large component of communication is listening. And adding on to that, People often use the terms listening and hearing interchangeably when they're actually two different things. Hearing is physiological. We have the ability to hear, but listening is a behavior. I'm sure we can all think of many times when we have heard the other person, but we weren't listening to them. Right. So this yeah. leads me to uh, my advice, which is to really practice the behavior of listening. And it's not rocket science, but it's harder than people think it is. And I, I think it just may be the single component separating people from being the great leader someone else refers to when they're on a podcast just like this. <laughs> I love that. That's a, you know, and you, you, again, you hearken me to think about like the simplicity of the, of the act of, of listening, but truly staying engaged or again, the act of hearing, but truly staying engaged to hear, to listen yeah. and hear them. Like that's a whole nother level yeah. of, you know, participation that people need to, you know, that all of us need to consciously do. Yeah, right. Yeah. And what yeah. Our attention is, is very fleeting. Right. right. So giving right. someone your attention, your true listening is a gift. And even, especially now on these, like, um, you know, these zoom meetings and all yeah. these things, like it is very challenging. There's all the, the notifications and all the flashes. And now you're, this is where everything's <laughs> getting done. It, you know, it can be very squirrel, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> In a lot of cases. Yeah. All right. Magic question number six for you. Tell us about your favorite boss or teacher. Who's really influenced you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, as I mentioned earlier, I've um, had the luxury of working with and for some amazing people. Yeah. Um, but knowing that I need to select just one, I, I think I'm going to share about someone, uh, a boss that I had really early in my career. She was someone who really instilled in me the idea of pushing boundaries and not just pushing boundaries on the work but also pushing me and pushing the boundaries of myself as a person. Uh, one of the things she noticed is that I had a tendency to gravitate towards the parts of a project that came easiest to me. And so she ended up making a rule 
that I was no longer allowed to work on those parts of projects. Oh. And I actually had to um, do the, the parts that I, um, that I gave to someone else, right? And what, what that was is she actually was tapping into an alternative uh, mental muscle that I wasn't using. And what a gift, right? I'm so grateful to this day because that learning experience not only surfaced things that I had no idea I would excel in, but it also impacted me as a future leader because I now push people. And I push them because I know that they're capable of things well beyond their current experience. That's so cool. Man, it's been such a pleasure to talk to you and just, you know, your enthusiasm just pours through the screen. So I love what I do. Know, yeah, that's, that's clear. So this remote thing has nothing on you. <laughs> How can people find you if they want to reach out and learn more? Oh, thank you. That would be great. Um, as I mentioned, I have a company called McCusker Consulting. So my website is www.mccusker. If I could spell it, um, I would appreciate it. It's M-C-C-U-S-K-E-R. So McCuskerConsulting.com. Got it. Um, well, again, thank you so much for being on the show. We, we definitely have a pleasure having you. And we'll totally have you back if you want to come back again. I would love it. That, this was great. So much Yay. fun. Well, this is Stacey McKibben with the Master Communicator Podcast. For more ideas and insights, please do go check us out at www.conciliateam.com. We look forward to seeing you again next time. Take care.